Greetings and welcome to the Mount Calvary Nation podcast hosted by Mount Calvary Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio, where our pastor is the Reverend S.N. Winston Jr. We thank you for joining us and hope that this episode blesses you. Praise 
Jesus Christ, Lord God, we praise you. We worship you. We give you honor. Come in this place. We invite you into this place, Lord God, this morning, Lord God, because we need a change. We need a fresh wind. We need new oil, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. We pray, Lord God, that lives will be changed, that people will be saved. Lord God, we ask that for deliverance in the house, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we just want to just say you have been wonderful to us. No matter what last week brung, today, Lord God, we lay that before your feet. Today, as we come in this place, Lord God, we just empty ourselves out, Lord God, for you to fill us afresh in the name of Jesus. We ask you, Lord God, to touch the man of God, Lord God, as he bring a word, Lord God, that will just change our life. Lord God, a, a word, Lord God, in this season, Lord God, that no matter what's going on, that we'll be able to take that word to the nation, Lord God, to people in our families, Lord God, to people in the marketplaces, Lord God. No matter what the situation and circumstances, we will be filled today. We will be filled today. We will be changed today because of the word that's coming forth. Lord God, have your way. Have your way in this place, Lord God. You be glorified. You be magnified. And touch, Lord God, the hearts that's come for baptism, Lord God. For you said in heaven, and one be saved, Lord God. The angels is in heaven just worshiping and praising for one soul, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, we pray and we thank you, Lord God. In Jesus' name, amen. saints of Mount Calvary Missionary Baptist Church. May God's blessings be upon all who are present and those who are joining us virtually as well. The Phoebe Ministry welcomes you all to witness the transformational power of salvation. Romans 6 and 4 states, Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism unto death. That like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of our Father, even so we should also walk in the newness of life. I am Annie Williams, and this is our candidate for baptism. Taisha. Preston. Hallelujah. This is according to your profession to the Lord Jesus Christ. 
Christ as your, as your Savior. We now baptize you, my sister, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. Amen. Let the church say, Amen. amen. Praise God, praise God, praise God. He's done such marvelous things. He's added one more to the family. Praise God. He is worthy to be praised. He is worthy to be praised. So did you come to praise him today? Did you come to praise him today? I came to praise him, and I pray that you join in with us as we give our praise to him. If you can, would you please stand and join with us? I just want to praise you. Forever and ever and ever for all you've done for me. Blessing and glory and honor, they all belong to you. Thank you. Forever, forever, and ever, and ever, and ever, for all you've done, all you've done, blessing, and honor, they all, thank you, Jesus.
the glory. So we bless his name.
testify none else can heal all our souls diseases no not 
Come on, say it. Jesus knows all about our struggles and he will guide till the day is done. seated grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you. What a privilege it is to be back together again. God has kept us. He's kept us safe. He's provided for every single need in our lives. There is not one single need that we've had that has gone unmet. The evidence of that is the fact that we're sitting here right now. It's good to see you. Welcome to those who are here in the building. We're glad that you've chosen to worship with us in person today. We don't take that lightly, especially coming through the last couple of years that we have just come through. And welcome to those who are joining us online in the e-congregation this morning. We're glad that you've chosen to worship with us. We thank God for the technology that allows us to worship virtually together and for the people behind the technology who make that possible every week. If there are those here in the sanctuary who are visiting with us who don't consider yourself a part of the Mount Calvary family, would you mind standing so we can see who you are if you're able? Any visitors? God bless you. God bless you. Mount Calvary, make them feel welcome, would you? Come on, let's sing to them. We welcome you into Mount Calvary, this house of worship. So glad you came, exalt his name, let's lift him up together. Thank God we're here from far and near, the Lord has brought us this far. And with the love of Christ we are transforming lives. That's what we're about, revealing the glory of God's kingdom. Here's how we're doing it with love, with diversity, with excellence, prayer and integrity. We welcome you. We welcome. Welcome. We are glad that you're here. Deacon Taylor, I hear you got some special guests with you today. First of all, it's good to see you. <laughs> I know you're itching to say something. Hold on. 
glorified on God. He's still in blessings. First of all, I just want to thank person. I want to thank every one of y'all for your prayers. It worked, y'all. It worked. Yeah, I tell you. This guy told me, Brother Kelly, you ain't out the woods yet. I said, I ain't been in the woods. <laughs> I just, I just with the Lord for a while. Yes, sir. Right then, but you know, I, I, I don't want to get started, y'all. I tell you, it's a blessing. <laughs> it's just a blessing. Yes, sir. To see y'all. It's just good to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Just keep praying. It works. I tell you, the prayer works. Yes, sir. I, I, I ain't going to. this morning. Started me on another day. Thank you. I'm, I'm angry. I'm, thank y'all for this morning. Yes, sir. God bless you, Deke. Uncle Charlie, Aunt Maddie, welcome. Glad y'all are here from Five Points, Alabama. God bless you. Uh, did Justin Hunt make it? Is Justin here? No, okay. All right. Miss um, Liz Porter, it's good to see you, ma'am. Praise God. Glad you're here. Uh, Sean and Christina Fleming, uh, wave your hands, would you? They're celebrating their 25th wedding anniversary. Congratulations. They got married when they were four. <laughs> would, you keep, uh, would you keep Brother Clive Stevens in your prayers? He is in uh, Grandview Hospital. Also, uh, keep Miss Eloise Pridgen and her family in your prayers. Her, uh, her last living sibling, uh, her sister, passed uh, this week. Would you keep her in your prayers? And, uh, and Brother Albert Wade uh, and that family, Ms. Lenora Wade, passed. Her funeral is going to be on Tuesday at 11 o'clock here at the church. What's up, Bruce? I love you too. Thank you, sir. I couldn't give you the mic, though. You might start flirting with my wife. <laughs> All right. Um, would you make the, the following adjustments on your, uh, on your sick list? Uh, Veronica Harwell, Linda Donald, and Roma Stevens, uh, all of them are at home now. Praise God. Uh, Charlotte Johnson, um, did her father pass? Oh, that's you right there under that hat. Okay, yes, ma'am. So we'll keep you and him and your whole family in our prayers. What's his name? Charles Ditto. 
Okay, yes ma'am, we will pray. Let me thank you all for your prayers last week while my family and I were, uh, were traveling. And, uh, and certainly thank you, Dr. Jack Thomas, uh, for preaching last week. Uh, Minister James Edder, would you stand, please? Uh, if you have a child entering kindergarten through third grade, we are going to be, um, we're going to be having a Mount Calvary basketball team. Um, it is co-ed, boys and girls. You can sign up directly after service. Uh, just look for Minister James Zetta, or you can give her a call at 937-602-8693. We do have a couple of cards of thanks. Uh, Sister Veronica Dunson Cunningham wants to thank us uh, for our prayers, our cards, food, and support uh, throughout her recovery. Um, please continue to keep her in your prayers as she continues to recovery, and I did see her face. It's good to see you, ma'am. Good, glad you're here. Also, a card of thanks uh, to the Mount Calvary family. The phrase is simple and the words are few, but behind them is a lot of appreciation. She appreciates uh, the cards, the calls. Um, it is a thank you card. I can't, <laughs> I can't read all the writing, um, but she appreciates our support. This Saturday at 3 o'clock at the Zion Baptist Church in Lebanon, the Western Union, that is the district for our state convention that we are a part of, is having 100 women in white. Uh, that service will start at 3 o'clock on Saturday at Zion Baptist in Lebanon. Wave your hand, Dr. Elder. Uh, if you are interested in attending, would you see her uh, today so that we can make sure that we get everybody registered? We also have a thank you note from Anointed Dance Academy and uh, Sister Monica Heflin, who thanks us for always helping and supporting the ministry of Anointed Dance Academy. And, uh, and there is a check also for $500 with that. Sister Betty Joseph's uh, memorial will be today at 1 o'clock. Please continue to, to pray for Miss Erica and the girls and support with your presence if possible. I do want to make you aware uh, that, or uh, just to remind you, that we are hosting Ohio Baptist General Convention next month. Uh, Mount Calvary is the host here in Dayton, and we are uh, we're having the presidential banquet, uh, which will be at the Dayton Art Institute on Thursday, July 20th. Um, that banquet will sell out. Uh, if you are interested, you should see Dr. Elder as soon as you can. Um, this is the last year of my first term as president of OBGC, and I would love to have uh, Mount Calvary support for that event. Yes, ma'am. Oh, I'm sorry. They need to see Lalani Spain. Wave your hand, Sister Spain or Stan. Thank you. You can see Lalani Spain for those uh, banquet tickets. All right. Uh, the choir is, no, um, um, Mountain Media has an announcement video for us to watch, and then the choir is coming to lead us 
further. Uh, thank you, Women's Choir, in honor of Father's Day. The choir will come and lead us further in worship, and then we'll go to our study today in Luke chapter 15. Good morning, Mount Calvary family. My name is Bethany Harbison, and here are your morning announcements. The Mount Calvary administrative offices will be closed on Monday, June 19th, in observance of the Juneteenth holiday. If you have a church emergency during this time, please feel free to contact the deacon on call at 937-422-9849. That's 937-422-9849. The Mount Calvary men's ministry presents their monthly man cave discussion on Monday, June 19th, 2023 at 7 p.m. Please join us on Facebook Live or YouTube. Thank you. If you are age 55 and up, you are invited to join us at the Senior Outreach Event on Tuesday, June 20th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. in the Mount Calvary Church Atrium. Join us for lots of fun, fellowship, and lunch. Hope to see you there. The Mount Calvary family will go on fellowship with Gateway Cathedral, located at 55 Olive Road, as they celebrate Pastor Norman Skier's 13th pastoral anniversary on Sunday, June 25th at 5 p.m. Please join us as Pastor Winston brings the word and our choir ministers in song. The Mount Calvary Nation is in the process of updating our membership files, and we are in need of updated information from all of our members. If you have changed your name, your number, your address, your email, or any information in the last five years, we need you to update your information. There are several ways to accomplish this goal. If you received an email from the church, simply follow the portal to complete your update. You can scan the QR code on the posters throughout the church and on Facebook, or if you would rather do a paper update, you can stop by one of the tables in the lobby. This concludes our morning announcements. Again, my name is Bethany Harbison. You all have a blessed one. He is so worthy. Before I sing my song, I want to, I have a testimony. My testimony is, I don't know if you have a house and yeah, I have a candle that was in my house that I've had ever since I moved into my house. And just this past week, I, I didn't smell it. My guest smelled a burning, and it was in the window. That candle would have burned my house all the way down with me in it and my guests. And I am so grateful I keep that candle. I keep it and look at it. I can still smell the burn. I am so afraid of fire. I am so afraid of fire. And for those who are just now not even knowing the Lord or whatever, there is a heaven and there is a hell. And I don't want to go to hell because I'm afraid of fire. I am totally afraid of fire. And I am so thankful that I'm here. And this is what I want to say.
Because the Lord is my shepherd, I have everything I need. He lets me rest in the meadow's grass, and he leads me beside the quiet streams. He restores my failing health, and he lets me do what honors him the most. I am so safe, I am so safe.
I don't want for nothing. I asked a lot. I asked. I'm human. I love the Lord. I love him. He protects me. protects you. He's a great God. He's an awesome God. This is not a homegoing song all the time. This is a great song. It's because I know I'm safe in his arms. And at the end of the whole thing, it says, Yea, though I walk through the shadows of death, and he promised me that I will dwell, dwell in his house. So that's one thing for sure. I keep him to his promise if I can stay in line with him. I won't see him. I won't have to worry about that fire, that fire that I didn't smell. I give God all the glory. I give God all the glory. He knows my fears. He knows me and he loves me. I'm safe. I am safe. to be safe in his arms. Luke chapter 15 is where we're headed. Brother Lamar, it's good to see you, sir. Lamar Barr. Good to see you. And uh, Miss Prisca, welcome back. <laughs> How was Africa? Good. Luke 15, we're going to start reading at verse 11. Reading from the New International Version of the Holy Scriptures. Jesus continued, there was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, Father, give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. Not long after that, the younger son got together all he had, set off for a distant country, and there squandered his wealth in wild living. After he had spent everything, there was a severe famine in that whole country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country who sent him to the fields to feed pigs. He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything. When he came to his senses, he said, how many of my father's hired servants have food to spare? And here I am starving to death. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. 
I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So he got up and went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. But this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. That's enough. Y'all can have a seat. Thank you, sir. Well, happy Father's Day, gentlemen. I have said it before, it still rings true. God has given us the great privilege and the responsibility, the great blessing and burden, the weight of representing him on this earth. We get to live out the role that he himself has patterned for us. Out of all the possibilities for relationship, God chose Father and then charges us men with being on earth who he is in heaven. And so it is fitting that we honor fathers today. I do certainly as I will for the rest of my existence, honor my own father who rests now with Jesus, whom we miss dearly. And I honor all of you fathers who hold it down, who take care of your own, take care of somebody else's, those who work hard. We honor you. who get it right and who blow it sometimes, we honor you. The fathers who make their children proud and the ones like me who seem to get some enjoyment out of embarrassing their children. <laughs> Happy Father's Day. There are so many choices for sermon topics on Father's Day, so many biblical examples of fathers, but there is this one in particular that I want to visit today from Luke chapter 15 where Jesus tells this parable, this story that is meant to illustrate a point that's meant to teach a lesson, a moral or spiritual lesson. This story about a relationship between a father and his sons. Most of us in here, most of us watching online, I would venture to say are familiar with this story that Jesus tells to illustrate this point, we call it the prodigal son. Um, 
when I preached this uh, scripture a long time ago, I, I called it the prodigal father because uh, the word prodigal means extravagant, lavish, over the top. And while the son was lavish and extravagant in his spending, the father was extravagant and lavish in his love. But we call it the prodigal son. And many of us have heard this scripture preached from, uh, from various perspectives. But today, I want to make an appeal on this Father's Day through this text. I want to make an appeal. And I'll have to tell you that I didn't come to preach to everybody today. The sermon is not for everybody, but it is for somebody. I am not preaching to those who have gotten it right. I haven't come for those who have it all together. If that's you, you can uh, come back next week. I didn't come to preach to those who are so close to God that they can feel his breath and sense him move and are always in his presence. This Sunday is not for you. But I have come with a simple message from the Lord. And it is, it's time to come home. It's time to come home. I won't take long. We've got a funeral to do this afternoon. I know you're going to celebrate Father's Day, but I want you to know how you can know if this message is for you today or not. Because in this story that Jesus uses to teach a lesson, he actually spells out who this story is for. And uh, if you'll let me jump right in, first of all, if you are distant from the Father, this message is for you. It's time to come home. Look at verse 13. When he, that is the younger son who has now his part of the inheritance, when he gathered all that he had, the Bible says he took a journey into a far country. This young man had the delusion that he could handle himself, that he could direct his own steps, that he didn't need his father's voice, his father's insight, his father's wisdom. So after he demanded his portion, he decided that he didn't need to be with his father anymore. He wants the father's resources. He just doesn't want the father. He wants to use the father's gifts. He just doesn't want the giver. And I don't know who I'm talking to this morning, but there are those in this sanctuary right now, perhaps those who are watching on the live feed, and you know that's you. And if that's you, I've come to tell you it's time to come home. You seemingly find yourself at a distance from the Heavenly Father. You, you know he's been good to you, but somewhere along the line, somewhere in your story, you decided that you were big enough, that you were bad enough, that you were smart enough, that you didn't 
didn't need to be around him that you were the master of your own fate that everything they taught you was wrong you decided that you could do without God you didn't want to hear what he has to say about your life and the way you live it somewhere along the way you forgot that it's his air you breathe that it's his breath you take that it's his hand that protects you that it's his hand that protects you carries you and feeds you but I've come to tell you this Father's Day if you feel distant from the Father it's time to come home how else might you know that this message is for you number one if you're distant from the Father number two if you're discontent with your fortune when he was at home he thought if I just had money, everything would be better. But now that he has money, he's still not content. Isn't that the way it works? We think that all we need is that one thing to satisfy us until we get it. And then we want something else. You weren't content with the purse you had, you had to have that one and now you got that one and you got to have six of them. You wanted a wife so bad, now you got her, now you want to be single again. Discontentment is the order of the day. <laughs> Companies spend billions in advertising to help keep us discontent. And so the result is he wasted everything he had wasted. That is, he scattered it. He threw it up like grain in the wind and he still wasn't satisfied trying to buy something that can't be bought, trying to find something in a far land that was at home already looking for what he would never find until he went back home to the Father and I don't know who I'm preaching to but you know I'm talking to you. You've been searching for contentment and you haven't been able to find it you found out that you can't buy it you can't drink it up you can't smoke it up you go from one thing to the next from one bed to the next from one person to the next from one job to the next from one church to the next looking for something that you're only going to find when you come on home to the Father and the Lord has sent me to tell you this morning it's time to come home you're not going to find what you're looking for out there. I'm almost done. When the Bible says, and the, the Bible says then, when he had spent everything, there arose a mighty famine in that land. Can I pause right there and tell you that that's grace? just when he spent up everything there arose a famine where he was so that he would begin to be 
in want. That's grace. I know a famine doesn't sound like grace, but you know sometimes God has to get our attention and the only way he can do it is allowing us to become uncomfortable. If the boy had been comfortable in living it up in the distant land, he never would have come home to the father. And so God let him get at the right time in the right place for a famine that would drive him back home. I know that you feel like the, what's going on in your life is the devil that is the enemy that what is making you uncomfortable is demonic but I've come to tell you it may be sent straight from God because it's time to come home if you feel distant from the father it's time to come home you're discontent with your fortune it's time to come home how else might you know I'm talking to you if you find yourself in some destructive fellowship it's time to come home I'm in the text it's in verse 15 he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country he went and got in a fellowship he went and joined himself to a citizen of that faraway country. In other words, he got in a destructive fellowship. It is an unhealthy relationship. It is a sick partnership. It is a sad situation. It is a precarious predicament. It is a calamitous condition. He is in a painful position because he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. Don't, do you see what I'm saying? Listen, he had a father who took good care of him. But now he has joined himself to a master who doesn't care anything about him. <laughs> he has a father who loves him. But now he has chosen to join himself to a master who enslaves him. He has a father who would give him anything but now he has joined himself to a master who wouldn't even give him the husks that the pigs eat how many of us have chosen at some point in our lives some destructive fellowships don't say amen too loud or nod your head too hard but some of us have been in some sick relationships where out of a sense of desperation we have joined ourselves to people or things that have mastered us when we have a father who loves us living beneath who God made us to be acting like who we are not because we forgot who we are if that's you today I'm talking to you if you find yourself in some destructive relationships in some diseased fellowship I gotta tell you it's time to come home the next few words are my favorite in this whole story 
King James Version says, and when he came to himself. New International Version says, when he came to his senses. Did you catch that? He came to, his sen to himself. He came to his senses. The implication here is that for some time, he had been out of himself. <laughs> he had lost his senses. It was crazy to think that he didn't need his father. It was insane to believe that he could make it without him. He was mad to think he knew what to do with what his father gave him. It was irrational to waste it all on riotous living. It was deranged for him to join himself to a master when he had a father. He was crazy. He was unhinged. He was confused demented and disturbed but the Bible says he came to himself I'm not sure maybe y'all can't hear out of your speakers but just look like to me somebody ought to take a little time to identify with this son who had lost his mind but came to himself just looked like to me somebody ought to tell God thank you that you came to yourself <laughs> looked like to me somebody ought to shout hallelujah because you came to your senses I know I know I, I know I know we can't uh, <laughs> we don't want we don't want the saints to know how crazy we were but would you look at somebody and tell them I've done some crazy stuff but I came to myself thank God he didn't take me out in my crazy I came to myself <laughs> you came to your, you were you were out you were, listen you were wilding out but you came to yourself out here thirsty but you came to yourself that's why you praise God like you do that's why can't nobody tell you to be quiet because you came to yourself as a matter of fact there's somebody here today and the reason you're sitting here is because you came to yourself on him <laughs> I don't have to live like this it's time to go home he came to himself I'm almost done and he realized that even 
his father's hired servants had food and some to spare and here he was hungry looking at the pig's food wishing he could eat it nobody would give him any this master that he joined himself to would rather watch him die of starvation than feed him the pig slop. That's deep. <laughs> God. How long will you continue to be joined to people who would rather see you dead than prosper? So he says, listen, I'm going home. I will arise and go to my father and when I, when I get there he practices his speech he said when I get there I'm going to say father I have sinned against heaven I've sinned before you I'm not even worthy to be your son I'm not even asking to be your son let me just be like a servant let me be one of your hired servants I'm not worthy to be called your son because It doesn't matter what he practiced because he won't get to say it all. But the, the speech he practiced tells me something about what he feels about his own future. Because not only is he distant from the Father, not only does, is he dis, uh, discontent with his fortune, not only does he have destructive fellowships, but all he can see for himself is a disappointing future. I'm not going home to be a son, I'm going home to be a servant. Could it be that he has allowed his current situation to make him think that he is what he is not could it be that slave mentality has gotten the best of him so he's a slave for this man who won't even feed him and so when he goes home all he can see himself as is a slave a servant I got to tell you, if you're here and all you can see for you is your current circumstance, all you can see is a disappointing future, it's time to come home. I'm talking to you. Check this out. This young man has lost hope. When he left home, he thought he had something to look forward to, but now the world got a hold of him and he's coming back hopeless. He says, I'm not even worthy to be called his son. How many of us used to think that there was greatness ahead for us, but we decided we were big enough and bad enough to make it on our own. We got out there and now we have 
have lost all sense of hope but I've come today with a message of hope that even though you may not understand it you may not expect much out of your future I've got to tell you God's plans for you have not changed even though you thought you were out there and he didn't know what was going on I've got to tell you you went through what you went through so you could be who he called you to be and the text tells me the text tells me that even though he couldn't see the father text says while he was yet a long way off <laughs> and he couldn't see the father but the father could see him Matter of fact, that father was limited in his vision. He could only see so far. But the good news is we have a heavenly father who can see you wherever you are. I got to tell you, he's been there all the time. He was there when you decided to gather all your stuff and go out and do you. He was there when you were spending all your money on riotous living. He was there when you weren't thinking about him. He was there when you were happy to get out from underneath his thumb. He was there when the famine hit. He was there when you start working for the pig man. He was there when the pig man wouldn't give you nothing to eat. And now... <laughs> Okay, I know I'm preaching Bible. Here's what it says in my favorite song. Where can I go from your spirit? If I go up to heaven, you're there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, you're there. If I take the wings of the morning and go to the other even there your hand will lead me your right hand will hold me the father saw him the father had compassion on him the father ran out to meet him fell on his neck and kissed him. He didn't even get all the way to the house. He didn't even get to say his whole speech that he'd been rehearsing. The father went out to meet the son. He welcomed him home with open arms. He didn't ask him where he had been. He didn't say, I told you so. He didn't scold him. He opened up his arms and received him. son is determined to try to get this speech out he says dad I've sinned against heaven and before you I'm not worthy to be called your son the dad cuts him off doesn't even respond to what he's saying and speaks to the servants go get the best robe put it on him get a, get a ring and put it on his hand get him some new shoes cause he may not look like my son but he's still mine. He's dirty, but he's mine. He's probably lost weight, but he's mine. His clothes are tattered, but he's mine. He doesn't have his ring anymore. He doesn't have his shoes. They're worn, but he's still mine. The father recognizes him as a son. I have come today to tell you if you're one of the people I'm talking to. I know you've been through a lot, but you're still his son. You're still his daughter. Your hair is nasty, but you're still his child. You stink, but you're still his child. Listen, 
he is going to change the father is going to change what you look like to match who you are <laughs> pastor I can't come home I'm dirty I smell like pig I smell like hog I smell like mud it don't matter what you smell like you can smell like alcohol you can smell like marijuana you can smell like whatever it is just come home the father will change you to look like to smell like who you are I wish you would help me close this out and tell somebody you're a son not a servant you're a daughter not a slave even if you have wandered far away from home it's time to come home today your father says you're still his son you are still his daughter and it's time he wants to get you cleaned up to look like who you are because and this is the last stopping point All those things may be true that we've said leading up to now. But the most important part is that you have a devoted father. He is devoted to his plan for you. He's devoted to his purpose in your life. He is devoted to you being his son, to you being his daughter, and he hasn't changed his mind about that. God couldn't love me like I am. Absolutely he does. How do you know that, Reverend? I'm so glad you asked me. Let me tell you how much he loves you. He loves you so much that he gave his only begotten son, that his unique one of a kind son Jesus Christ that all you have to do is believe on him you don't have to perish you don't have to stay in the hog pen just because you've been there you don't have to keep the relationship just because you were in it You, got a or you have a father. You don't need a master. That's how much he loves you. Here's what the Bible says. Confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You shall be saved. That's the truth. That's the truth. I want to do two things. First of all, I need to offer Christ to those who are here and you're not sure that you know him you're not sure you're saved not sure of where you're going to spend eternity you can know today 
you've heard the gospel, the good news. That is that God loved you so much that he sent his son to die in your place. You can't be good enough to make it in. There's only one way in, and that's accepting Jesus Christ. Accepting the gift that God offers to you through Jesus Christ. Check this out. Everybody is going to spend eternity somewhere. But you can know that you're going to spend yours with Jesus Christ. If you are not sure you're saved, you're not sure where you're going to spend eternity, would you come now and come quickly? Nobody's going to judge you. We couldn't. Everybody in here has a story. Pastor, let me clean myself up and then I'll come. Listen, <laughs> if you could clean yourself up, you wouldn't need a Savior. But the blood of Jesus still washes, still cleanses from all sin. If you're here, you're not sure you're saved, would you come? But the second call is this, and this is really why I've come and this is the assignment that I'm on today. The son was already in the house. Right? This story isn't about unsaved. He was already a son. He was already in the house. He was already in relationship and decided. I see you back, Miss Porter, that he could do better. <laughs> He decided from inside, I want to go see what else is out there. And so, if you are here, you accepted the Lord Jesus Christ. You're already in relationship with the Father, but the, the old saints would call it a backslidden state. where you decided I'm going to go do my thing I'm going to a far country give me what's mine I'm going to go do me but you've come to yourself even if you came to yourself while you were sitting here today come now please I want to do a couple of things I want to represent my father by throwing my arms around your neck and welcoming you home and then I want to pray for you come on he's not the only one come quickly come on if you know I'm talking to you come on come now
There's more. Come on. Come on. There's more. There's more. Come on. I see you coming afar off. Come on. somebody's hand tell him he loves you so much he loves you so much oh the Lord loves you he loves you he loves you anybody else anybody else Pastor, I'm not making that, I'm not walking all the way up there by myself. That's fine. Grab somebody, grab somebody, bring them with you. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Come on. Yep. be mad because you stayed home <laughs> that's what that's what the other we didn't read that part but that's what the other brother he had an attitude <laughs> but the father was so glad that his son who was dead was alive again was home bring the best we, we, we're gonna throw a party Mount Calvary, how do you feel about those who have...
let's pray and ask the Lord's strength for all of those who were brave enough to come home. Father, we thank you for your grace. It's your grace that has brought us to this point. Because you could have let us die in our crazy. But Lord, you allowed us to see this time and to hear this message that it's time to come home. Thank you for being our Father who loves us beyond ourselves, who loves us in spite of ourselves. Thank you for being our Father who is committed to your plan and your purpose for us. I thank you for everybody who came this morning to return home, to give themselves back to you, to get back into the presence of the Father. We thank you, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, that their step of faith will be fruitful. I give you praise, Lord, because although you have not promised that it would be easy, we know it's worth it. Saying yes to you is worth it. Recommitting ourselves to you is worth it. Some of us came with speeches planned to explain how we got so far away from you. But we thank you because all that matters to you is that we're home. And even before we could see you, you saw us and ran to meet us, as it were, with open arms. Let the celebration begin. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. We're going to get ready to go. Um, if anybody down here is, uh, is coming to be a part of the Mount Calvary Nation, uh, then you can meet Miss Kim. That's Miss Kim right there at that door uh, just after service. Um, and, uh, and if not, then God bless you, and may he continue to put a yes inside of you because you were born for his purpose and he hasn't changed his mind about you you got me all right let the church say amen, amen. Good. all right minister stephanie you got it oh no okay yeah thank you i forgot is kim darden here ah there you are this church membership certificate is presented to Kim Darden in recognition for her successful completion of the prescribed requirements for full membership of the Mount Calvary Missionary Baptist Church that entitles her to all rights, benefits, and privileges of this fellowship this 18th day of June, 2023. Welcome officially. Yes, sir. Anthony Sheffield. 
Taisha Preston. Taisha. God bless you. Yes, and I got something else for you. The certificate of, of baptism certifies that Taisha Preston was born in the, was, pardon me, was baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit on the 18th day of June 2023 at Mount Calvary Missionary Baptist Church. Uh, 3375 Pastor S.N. Winston Senior Way, Dayton, Ohio God bless you, the best decision you'll ever make Bless you Alright Alright, you got it God bless you all I'm not being antisocial we, but we have a funeral in uh, in just a few minutes, and uh, and I just need to go back and and get a little prepared. Um, come back next week, and I'll stand out there, and I get to hug you next since I haven't seen you in a couple weeks. All right, God bless you.
I love tax write-offs. Okay. So, and also we're going to do Giveify, which is, um, you got to download the app, um, follow the instructions, and then you're just going to tap, give, and then you're done. I love it. I love Giveify. So, those several ways that you can give, and if you old-fashioned, you can see the deacons back there with the gray boxes, and you could drop off, um, you're giving in, in those boxes, and it would definitely get um, to the office. All right? All mine's just um, soaking in that word. Yeah, that was good. That was good. So at this moment, we're just going to go ahead and stand before I can do the benediction. And you go home and continue to marinate in this, then walk it out. to present you before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy. To the only God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, power, and authority through Jesus Christ our Lord before all ages, now and forever, forevermore. Amen. All right, go in peace.